Steger, I feel horrible today, Steger. Scratch Podcast. Here's your hosts, Kyle Bush and Brian Rager. Welcome back to Bushy and Bobo episode 11, one of the best numbers of all time because I wear it or wore it whenever we played hockey. Um, We're back and we have a few things we're going to talk about. First of all, we- We're back together. Yes, because something that's kind of fun that we've been thinking of doing is little YouTube short videos, not really like podcast, but it's just if me or Brian have some type of thoughts- like let's just get it done because we have a lot of stuff that we want to talk about on the pod it's probably going to be uh shorter videos into the summer because there's nothing going on but now with all the playoffs going on all the craziness there's like 12 things that we want to talk about today and it's like we don't want it to be more than like an hour and 10 minutes yeah and the other thing on that like that's one thing i did after the draft draft lottery like i asked hey do you want to do something like not really because nothing changed so I just hopped on, did something quick on YouTube and it doesn't need to be a pod. It was only five minutes. Uh, but like I said, like then you said, no, what, maybe let's sort of move more towards uh, if it's not, if it's something, Hey, something right away or something short, whatever it is. Uh, let's make it happen on, on a YouTube video rather than necessarily having to wait out or even do like, Hey, this is quick thing of what I think on this. We may get into it on a pod. So. Uh, yeah, I, I like that idea that we're going to sort of make more YouTube videos. Well, you know why? Because it is, but at the same time, like we went in kind of thinking, oh, we're going to write a lot of articles because the Not writing as much. part, yeah, the writing part was fun a while ago, but now we found that like the pod, like the podcast is the most fun. So what we're going to do is post our YouTube videos as articles on the website so it's something where we're still using that space i'm gonna ask josh if you can flip the pod with the articles just so the podcast yeah make the pod because that that seems to be our our bread and butter like it makes the big bucks yeah the the big bucks yeah i mean it's it's the most fun we're having with it and uh making a video and even like myself i downloaded something on my computer so that i'm actually able to capture gameplay off my xbox for this NHL series. So I was going to try to do have the Leafs sign over. We've talked about them and their playoff disaster, uh, but I was going to try to make the similar roster and what would I do in the off season? Uh, but even if I could say, okay, let's make that Seattle expansion and do that. I can now capture it on from without a capture card. Cause I'm a pro gamer, man. So uh, well, I have that ability now. Now, if you want to hear uh, my take on the Toronto and Montreal series, you go check out healthyscratch.ca. Uh, you can go on our YouTube page as well. 
to see what I think about that. And it's surprisingly not mean. Okay. I mean, to certain Leafs fans, sure. But to most, I, I mean, I, I felt to, to a smart hockey, like, yeah, as a hockey person, I, I like I was telling you before, uh, I started to listen to that one and, and it makes sense. Like you're not, you're not ripping them. You're ripping the idiots. That, right. That are, uh, like there's some really insufferable hockey fans and every team has those fans. Detroit has them big time where I'm like, are you guys stupid? But those were the ones with the obnoxious Leafs fans where I'm like, this was the best. Um, but so if you want to really hear about that, I know in yours, you talked about uh, a little bit like, was it draft lottery? And uh, yeah, and it was the playoffs. YouTube video. Yeah. More draft lottery. Yeah. Say so the big, the only flip there was obviously Seattle and, and Anaheim, but sort of just like, okay, Leafs, because like, I knew you were doing that video. Like you, when you sent me the text, Hey, emergency pod. I'm over on yeah, seven lakes on, uh, I don't know, whole six or whatever. I'm like, God damn it. Uh, what do you think of the draft lottery? We can start uh, with that, I guess. Yeah. I, I know we weren't going to start with it, but um, why it was a half hour of the same shit. I know you thought you're like, okay, Detroit's going to drop the eight. Uh, so when we were in that top, uh, that 10, nine, and then, Eight, I'm like, okay, here we go, here we go. And then it wasn't, so I'm like, okay, there we go. But uh, once uh, the top three sort of, like Anaheim got that third spot and it was down to to, uh, to Seattle and Buffalo, I'm like, oh, come on. I was rooting for Seattle, but whatever. Like, this is the first time since the like the lottery has been like this that, that the Wings have been in the lottery, that they haven't dropped. Did yeah, they that? haven't been screwed, yeah. So it, there's, there's no reason for me to be upset about it because they are where they are. And it, it's, that's how it should be. It should yeah. be just by like, we've talked about that in other pods and I've gone on a rant about the draft lottery and why it's stupid, but it should be the, just the inverse order of the standings. I don't care how bad you are. Like Owen power might request a trade already. He's not even drafted. <laughs> he's going to Buffalo. Like he's screwed, but yeah, the only flop, was Seattle and Anaheim, which I'm like, okay, like you're still getting a good player. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, but so the draft lottery went fine this year. I was actually the first time where I wasn't bothered by it. I mean, the last few years, especially last year, being the worst team in the league by far, like even in, in maybe over an 82 game season, Buffalo this year would have been as bad as Detroit was last year. Uh, but you deserve the number one pick at that point if you're that bad. So that's why I was kind of upset. I'm like, come on, man. Like the teams that are way behind or way ahead of them get the first pick, but the lottery went fine. Okay. What didn't go fine uh, was there's a few more suspensions. Well, I mean, some plays that were kind of uh, suspect. The first one we'll talk about is uh, Ryan Reeves. Who's like the tough guy on the Vegas golden Knights. Yeah. Uh, just like pile driving Ryan Graves into the into the ice, like ripping out a chunk of his hair, like it was aggressive. The guy didn't ask for a haircut. Like, why are you ripping his hair out? So uh, the the whole thing here. So you got two games, and they said so. It was basically he ragdolled Ryan Graves, pulled a chunk of his hair out on the way down. Um, so and and another thing that it says here is that Graves was assessed a uh, penalty for injuring Matthias Yanmark. I didn't know that. Huh. So was that retribution? It. It's Ryan Reeves. It probably was. 
Yeah, he's like he's known as, as an enforcer and, and a tough guy, and he'll be. Uh, I think this one it's it's non debatable that that's a dirty play. He's he has sort of that reputation, right, of the tough guy, and with that, you're gonna a little bit of a dirty play. So, two games, it's uh, instead of to, to sort of paraphrase the ice team, ice two games well worth it. Um, not really since they they lost, but they won last night, so they're down two one in the series. And uh, I don't know, it's I think you're gonna see guys like Reeves. They're trying to sort of phase out of the game. You saw with John Scott years ago. Uh, so are the Golden Knights really gonna miss Ryan Reeves? No, I mean maybe it's great. Now will the Winnipeg Jets miss Mark Shifley? Yes, yes, they're gonna. That's uh. What? You want to lead with this? Like, I guess. Yeah. I mean, so Mark Shifley got four games um, because he absolutely killed it. Uh, was it Jake Evans? Jake Evans. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely crushed the kid. I mean, huge hit. Evans is hurt, stretchered off. He scored though. He got the empty netter. So the way that this happened is. Um, I got a flip down. Video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Puck was flipped down and, and Evans was flying for it got the puck, was going for a wraparound to stuff it in and basically end the game for the Habs. This was game one. Mark Shifley, um, from the other end of the ice, was obviously back-checking. And as Evans came around the net, he absolutely... I mean, Evans' soul left his body. That's how hard he got hit. <laughs> you think John Tavares got hit hard? Evans, like, he was out cold before he hit the ice. That's how hard Mark Shifley hit him. So I want to hear what you think about, first of all, was this a dirty play? I People are, might not agree with this at all. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are. I don't necessarily think it's dirty. Um, I'm going to, like, I'm watching the replay right now. And, yeah, icing waved off. Evans is going around the net. You're saying Shifley, obviously Shifley's skating hard to come back and trying to prevent it because with a minute left in the game, you're down one. Oh, you don't want him to get that empty netter. So I have it paused right now where Evans is right, just got the puck. He's right behind the net. Shifley is around in between the in the in between the circles on the uh on the hash there. So I'm playing it like frame by frame. So by the time Evans actually gets around and the puck like has this stick to put the puck in the net, Shifley's right there at the red line. So it's obviously he has all that momentum coming in with him because he's skating his ass off to, to back check and try to prevent this. Uh, he's trying to hit the guy and bump him off, like bump him off the puck. Does he come okay. in full speed? Yeah, but it's uh, I don't necessarily think it's a dirty play. I I. He's just trying. He's trying to make defensive plays coming in. Trying. To, it's a one goal game he's, at the time, and he's not trying to make a defensive play. This is a dirty hit. He came in, and you just said yourself he is at the red line as this puck is going in. Why are you not playing the puck there? Why are you not going for a poke check? He targeted Evan. It's like targeting in football. He was going to run through this guy, no matter what. Okay, so. That was literally a, I looked at it and went, what are you doing? Like to prevent the goal. Whenever we were coaching 
It was stick on puck, body on body. There was no stick on puck. He just went for the hit. He could have stopped that goal if he would have just went and did a poke check. Well, he had he wasn't the only guy on on back there like, coming back because they also had uh, Neil Poinick or whatever it is, Pionic. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce it. Yeah. He was back there too, and he was make more towards going more towards the puck. I don't even remember anyone being near. Shafley was the only one that could have made the play on that puck. He was the on only it, one on Evans. Like he was obviously closer to Evans, but if you go go back and watch the replay, you'll see Shifley. Like I have a pause here on. Uh, oh, I'm okay, what I'll what I'll argue is has nothing to do with Neil Pionk. Shifley could have made the play. I'm taking I'm taking that guy out of the equation. Bless you. Nice. You muted my mic, so you didn't. Have that to was that. awesome. That hey. was so professional of you. I like that. I but, try, except you're gonna have a weird YouTube video of me just going. That's fine. We'll screenshot. It'll be great. But <laughs> he that. didn't. He didn't play the puck. Now, furthermore, that is a textbook charge. Textbook. He skated from the other red line, all the way to his end, picking up speed. Bang! It's a charge. Right? You can't do that. It's I I I I see that, but I, I don't necessarily like I, said, I don't think it's it's a does it deserve a, a four game suspension? I don't I don't think that's as bad as the Ryan Reeves. Obviously, like the, the, out, the outcome is horrible. And like obviously Evans, like said, when he got hit, his you pretty sure you saw his his soul, like said, up in the Raptors at the at MTN. Yeah. But all Habs also- go to heaven. <laughs> but it's uh, I I don't see it as a four game suspension. Like I know we we sort of talked about it beforehand. Like comp- it's hard to compare necessarily. Like okay, is it as like if Reeves got it two games? How does he get? How does Shifley get four? But Tom because Wilson it's worse. got Tom Wilson got. A fine. This like, all makes sense. I'm telling you right now, this all makes sense. The NHL is obviously trying to, to. They saw that they uh, they fucked up on the Wilson thing. No, they didn't. And... No, they didn't, dude. We we were talking about that. You can't just jump into a pile. That was so. That's a different thing. Now, when you say you can't compare these, I think you can compare them. Yeah, like you're not getting you, a true apples to apples. You can get it pretty damn close if you're t- you're talking about different fruits. They're all sweet. Okay. So, okay. Tom Wilson, like there was a scrum. Okay. What else was a scrum is Ryan Reeves. Okay. Um, Panarin and Buchnevich jumped into that pile and grabbed Tom Wilson. You're going to get killed. Okay. Ryan Reeves, Ryan Graves did nothing. He did absolutely nothing. That's why that is egregious. Plus you can't pull a guy's hair. Okay. That was literally, he went and did that. He knew that was happening, okay? Tom Wilson reacted to, there's a monkey on my back. I'm going to smash him into the ice like the Hulk with Loki. (laughs) Bang, 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 puny God, okay? And then if you look at this Shifley thing, out of all three of those instances, which one is the one where the guy got the most injured? Jake Evans got stretchered off. He got smoked. And that's why it's four games because that's more intent to injure. He didn't play the puck. He charged at him. And here's the thing. And I'll make a little bit of an argument for you. 
if you take away like if you just watch that clip from yeah. where he was from like the top of the circle down clean hit like shoulder chest boom right didn't leave his feet but so you you're can't saying- charge you can't go that amount of distance and smash the guy okay so you're saying if said from from the circle down clean hit mm-hmm. if he would have made some attempt at the puck first and then just said you know what maybe by knocking him i, I can get him off that puck it's yes a clean yeah i think because the thing is the whole point of a body check is to separate the man from the puck that's the whole point okay yeah. and if you can hit him hard then hit him hard but the whole point is that black thing on the ice that's going into your net that is basically icing the game for Montreal. You want to prevent that. He had no intention of preventing that. He could have. That's why, first of all, it's play the puck. It's a charge and it's intent to injure. That's why it's a dirty play. See, I just keep going back. Like I have it on my other screen here and I'm watching it and watching it. And you're watching it in slow motion. No, I'm not. I'm, watching, I'm, just going, I'm just going back and watching it in oh. real time. Okay. Uh, and he he it looks like he puts his stick out to try to poke Shifley, but then he also has, like I said, he also has another guy there as well. You see where the guy's eyes are? He's he's looking through him. <laughs> he he wants to put him through the boards. He's like, I'm gonna hit you into Saskatoon. <laughs> like you're gonna you're gone you're gonna go to he's gonna end up in the saskatoon blades arena that's how hard he <laughs> wants to hit this guy i think that was a moment of uh total like because i don't think mark shifley's a dirty player i really don't i but, don't think so either but he did a, that was a, a dirty play and it was something where i think that was emotionally charged we can talk to lou about that we've all freaked out in certain instances okay it's emotion that Shit gets the better I'm- of you and that's where maybe I'm thinking that it's not necessarily a dirty hit because Shifley doesn't have that reputation of being just because a, a, a dirty person. Just so that, that's where I dirty, think I'm yeah. coming. That's where but, I think I'm thinking it's not necessarily dirty. Except, is it a, an emotional run? Probably. I think, I think what you're saying, I you can still be a clean player and have a dirty play. It's gonna happen. I don't blame him for, I'm not going to call him a dirty player. It's a dirty play. It And it's something where probably if you go back and you're not in that mindset, he doesn't do that. And he goes for the puck or it, it is what it is. Right. But I mean, Hey, see, I like the argument. I like the argument. And also, Hey, I'll make another, uh, I'll make another argument for you here that you didn't make. What the hell is Jake Evans doing? What did he think nothing was going to happen? Yeah. Like you see, he had his head down coming around the net and he knows people are coming for him dude like take a peek that was the only thing yeah. that i thought on on the opposite side if i'm if i'm coming no, over which, here yeah like, I, I'm I didn't on your think side, that i'm on your side now see <laughs> what is jake evans doing right keep your head up keep your head up it's He's trying to score though i get it so he took hey maybe he knew i'm gonna get crushed here i'm gonna get the goal we're gonna win the game one thing he didn't know is where his body like I said his body's on the ice his soul is out in saskatoon oh that was a yard sale so yeah so that's that's the thing where i mean i think for sure the way that these suspensions have been handed out 
makes sense on the outcome more than the act. Evans Evans got hurt, you know. And you look at game like two, though. Montreal, no, that's where their big thing was. Coming back game two, get a win. Yeah. Take two, take two, two and get a peg. I mean, that's pretty incredible because I picked the Jets to win. So, I mean, in all those series, I mean, really quickly, I don't know if you want to just – there's only four series, so – yeah, why not? We really do predictions, and we're only it's like two games in. But I know I picked the Jets to beat the Habs, and I mean, I, in uh, I said the same thing in in my YouTube video that I, I think in the solo pod I did, I went through the whole thing, and I think I had the Jets beating the Habs because I had Edmonton and Toronto losing. We'll talk about them in a second, but uh, and then what's the other series here? Colorado. Okay, I'll, I'll go through. Yeah, I'll go through these quickly here with you. Okay. Uh, so you have Winnipeg beating Montreal. Yeah. Even I, though they're down, I, I said the same thing. Yeah, okay. I said the same thing. Uh, Colorado, Vegas. I had call. I have Colorado. Me as well, because I hate Vegas. Uh, Tampa, Carolina, Tampa. Tampa Bay, and then Boston Islanders. I said the Islanders. I also did. Okay. Wow. I, I, okay. We're we're on the same page. But like, I'm a low key. I like Islanders. I said in my in my YouTube. There's my something third, about like them. two of my. They're my number two or three team. I don't know why. Like them and Detroit are like flipping for my two just because Detroit's right across mm. and they're an Eastern Conference team now. So. uh but hey. the Islanders, I don't know what it is. It's just the fishermen, probably. Probably the fishermen. Yeah. So Toronto Edmonton, we already we already mentioned uh, the Leafs and they 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 collapsed, they choked. You want to go and, and hear about it? Go listen to my YouTube uh, little not even a rant, just kind of breakdown. Um, Edmonton, you wanted to talk about because they also suck and yeah, I just like I know we we said it obviously before the. Uh, before the game there where, where they got the, the boot there, like we talked about, we said, okay, Edmonton's horrible. They're going to lose, blah, blah, blah. And this is the first time since I think that pod that we've actually got together, like mm-hmm. sitting down talking. I know we did leave separately, but like, what do you do? I know you said you broke down the Leafs one already. And I sort of said the same thing. You try to run it back without Joe, Th- without Joe Thornton. Um, yeah. But just Edmonton, McDavid, like you have the best player in the game. Well, top two player in the game. He's the best. And and you have another top five, top ten in dry saddle. And like, what do you do? The goaltending is never there. Like, I'll tell you what you do. It. Like, it's. I'll tell you what you do. Get rid of Ken Holland. They won't. He, is... he wants to bring back no. Mike Smith. He wants to bring back Mike Smith, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, Adam Larson. They're going to re-sign all those guys. And we talked about that too, where I said, you know, he signed Zach Cassian for F's sake. Like, I mean, um, Ken Holland has shown in the last decade that he has no clue how to surround his core players with talent. Okay. Yeah. In the salary cap era. And I think you're seeing it with Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and, and it's something where I look at it like this. Um, you have your two studs, and they're mm-hmm. the two best in the league. Okay, let's just say two best, just for fun, because um, that's an argument for a different time. You have no one around them. You have no one on the wings for them. You got like Tyler Ennis. You got you know like uh, there's really nobody. Zach Cassian, Ryan Nugent Hopkins isn't really what he was. Yeah, my or is. Yeah, Kyler Yamamoto, Josh Archibald, and all these guys. Where I'm like, what do they expect these guys to do? They're not, they're not top six guys. So if you break down their team, 
And I think Nuge is actually a centerman, is he not? I think so. You could maybe move him up. I think he does play the wing every now and then. He's the only one that I'd say is a second-line guy. You have two top guys and nothing else. Their defense is porous. I mean, Darnell Nurse played an almost an hour one game. Did you see that? Yeah, and then he went and watched his uh, kid get uh, his wife give birth after. Yeah, insane. I mean, good for him. I mean, but the thing is, is Darnell Nurse the guy you need playing an hour? He's not. He's he's he reminds me of almost like Cronwall. Nuge is a center. Yeah, so there you go. But uh, you, oh, and then their goaltending is poop. I mean, Mike Smith is thirty nine. Is he going to be get here for a while? No. I mean, if they bring him back for a year, then I mean, fine. Koskinen's contract Koskinen's gone. So I don't see how Ken Holland is going to do anything because he tried already. He got Kyle Turris. He stinks. You yeah, know, so- he got, he, he's moved some guys. He's, he's, he traded for Athens. He traded for green useless. You know what I mean? Like, so he has no clue how to move people around and sign guys for the appropriate term and the, and the right amount of money. He's shown that he overpays people way too much. And if you're the Oilers, you have, you cannot afford to do that because a quarter of your salary cap is in two guys. Yeah. It's in your top two, it's in your top two guys. And just for shits and giggles, the Oilers lines here, I have it pulled up. Your top line is dry Seidel, McDavid, Pulley RV. Okay. They have Nuge on the second line on the wing, even though he's a center with Ryan McLeod and Zach Cassian. Like Zach Cassian is not a top six player. Your third is Devin Shore, uh, Jukar, Kyra, and Alex Chiazon. Then Tyler Ennis, Dayton Haas, and Kyler Yamamoto. Okay. The only thing is like, okay, if Pugliarvi turns into something decent, he's a 20-goal guy, that's great. But you need need like two more of those guys. Yeah. Because you need – yeah, you need – you need because Cassian, like I said, is not a top six. He's a bottom – he's a third, fourth line guy. It's – you need – I don't I don't get yeah it. like they're they're gonna and this is just my bold prediction I mean we are probably already talked about this Connor McDavid will not win a cup in Edmonton as long as Ken Holland is there yeah and uh, I think and that is a fact and I would put money on it no I, I that's something I think I said that in a, in a couple episodes ago or whenever we talked about it and do you think if Edmonton doesn't make a a deep run in the next two three years McDavid pulls a uh, an Eichel and wants out. Yes. Yeah, I think he does. Why not? You want to win. If he doesn't, I have less respect for him. Do you think He's both? Him, do you think both him and Drysaddle do it? Yeah, I think Drysaddle would go first. Well, losing first. Losing does something to a person. Like it's not fun. It really isn't, and that's why hearing like the wings when they were really bad. Like I remember when Bobby Ryan signed, he was talking with Lurk and like, he wanted to know, has it got to like, like, is it the culture now? Is it just a losing? Is it a losing like, culture? No, we, we hate it. Like we want to be good. Right. So um, I get why Eichel wants to leave. He's got no help. Like you can't do it all yourself. This is not the NBA where you can have two to good players. For who? Well, not necessarily the year to win, but or win the cup or whatever. But For Edmonton? No, like so going with Buffalo. Well, Edmonton, yeah, they oh. should be winning. But Buffalo, like Eichel, like they had Hall, they had. That's uh, uh, Eric Stahl stinks. Okay, yeah, Buffalo, they don't know what they're doing. Like they're at the same point. We can they're, always they're look the at same them. thing like Edmonton. 
they they have no clue what they're doing. They they're literally wasting a superstar, just like Edmonton is wasting two. And yeah. when when they thought and and people thought Edmonton, this was their year. How I remember looking at that team going, how do you think this is it? You Edmonton. got nothing. You can't just you can't just go and go. Hey, oh hey, McDavid and Drysdale just carry us to the cup. It's not how it works. You look at Edmonton, then you look like a, at a team like Colorado. Colorado has the depth. They've gone out. They made uh, like Golting. They had Gruber, but they went in and then they got Devin Dubnik as a backup, like a, a veteran guy there. And it's uh, to me Edmonton. If you want to like compare it to the NFL, like they're they're like Baltimore. I I would say they're worse than Baltimore. I mean, what's a team that has a like a stud QB and nothing else? Detroit. That's basically what it was. And there's the thing. No, like with Stafford, I mean. Well, Stafford. When they had Stafford, right? Stafford was a good quarterback with nothing else. I mean, you might see it this year where he goes to LA and just maybe he's really, really good. It changes the scenery, yeah. But maybe that's just who he is. But the the thing is, Stafford, I I, I have more respect for him now that that he said I want out. You know what that says to me? I want to win, man. Like, it's not going to happen here. So move me, right? Yeah. And he's that given will, the he's given the team opportunities. Like he's yeah. signed there and took cut. And think about if you're Connor McDavid, right? Like you're Connor McDavid right now. Okay. And then you're already asking me about years down the line, two, three years down the line. Um, wouldn't you if, if, if it was happening every year, if this was the next few years, they first, can't round get it done, exit, first round exit, first second round, first yeah. round, second round, or they're just not getting you the players you need. Yeah. If I'm not, not getting making, yeah. I mean, if you are one, you're the best player in the league. What do you want your legacy to be? We were just talking about not having a cup. Yeah. And what that does to you, like, yeah, you were an awesome player, but you never won. He wants to win a damn cup, and if that's in Edmonton, fine. I just don't think it'll happen. It's not going to happen somewhere in else. Edmonton. Fine, but that's that's what I would look at. And and when you asked me, I guess looping back, would he want out? Yeah, he might not say that. I guarantee you that's how they would feel. But it's got to, you got to think about that. Like if you're not winning in your teams, like the big thing that you just said, if the team, if the management is not bringing in the right players to surround you with success, why are you there? And and, and you're a prime player. Jack Eichel. Could, that's what's yeah. happening there. Yeah. That's literally I, what it is. I know another player, like we said, like wanting to win Seth Jones. Well, Okay, we'll talk about Seth Jones, but what I want to bring up because it has something to do with McDavid is this Pierre Maguire thing. If you didn't hear, you're muted. Uh, oh, there you go. Oh, I'm not. Now you're good. Now you're good. It was and I, for a second. I didn't hear this, and this is something I know. Okay, uh... so I'll paraphrase it because I mean I could pull it up, but he basically said uh, it's it's time for the Oilers to have the Scotty Bowman, Steve Eiserman talk with Connor McDavid. You know what that means? It means I'm giving you a weird look. So <laughs> when Bowman came in to Detroit, there's this whole thing about how like he transformed Steve Eiserman into a two-way defensive forward. Because Eiserman's stats when Scotty Bowman came in until the end of his career were nothing like they were before. He never had as many points, never had as many goals. Steve Eiserman has the th- did you know this? He has the third highest points per year behind Gretzky and Lemieux 155 I think it was 1987 
something like that. But he could score, he could score goals like crazy. He could get points, whatever, but they weren't winning. So there's this whole legend about how Scotty Bowman came in and whipped him into shape and said, you need to be more defensive. And I want you to focus on winning faceoffs and you're going to kill penalties. And, and I don't need you to score 50 goals. I want you to score 30, but I want you to be, you know, defensive, you know, not a defensive liability. Not like he ever was, but yeah. Now when Pierre McGuire says this about Connor McDavid, um, like, do you agree with that? That he has to, okay, Connor McDavid has to be more defensive. He has to be a little bit more liable defensively, win face-offs, shot blocking, PK, like stuff like that. Do you think that would help them? Win I don't think you want to more... have your, uh, I don't think you want to have your franchise player go out there blocking shots. It worked for, for Detroit. Yeah, but that was also X years ago, 30 that years matter. ago. You I, win, I, you win. I think you need, I think, yeah, you know what? There's some things I, do you want to play a little more defensive? Yeah. But I don't think you want to have them necessarily out there on the, on a PK. Uh, why not? Do you want to, ha- he's, you're, gonna gas, time. Why not? you're going to gas him out. He's the best you're, player in the league. You're going to overwork him. Edm- you know if what happens? If it's Edmonton in their current situation, in their current role, they're going to overwork him. He's going to be gassed out and they're going to have three, Going back to uh, playoffs, they're not going to have that success. How about this? Have success. You get a few penalties in a row. He's not out on the ice. He needs to be out on the ice. Why not then, put him on a PK, dude? He's the you, fastest you player in the league. It. Then you look at. It. I don't think you have him as a as your number one PK guy. I don't think. No, put him on a PK. There's technically what I think in in the NHL. There's like three kind of PK lines. There's like two, two, and two. You have your top two. You have your other one if the other two are gassed. But like, and as a third option, yeah, then go ahead, then go ahead. But I don't think, and if you only put him out there for a PK, like I said, if you have PK, like penalty, penalty, like three, okay. two, three penalties in a row there. So, do you agree, like, with what Pierre Maguire is saying, that he needs to be more defensive and he needs to do this because that's going to help them. And and do you agree with the comparison to Scotty Bowman, Steve Eiserman? Like the, the the talk, we need to we need to change things. Defensive wise, yeah, know what? Yeah, play a little more defensive. Uh, you, we know he has the, all the offensive talent in the world. Sure. Uh, that's gonna be when it comes down to it. That's gonna be what he's gonna be. He's not a two way forward. He, he's gonna be playmaker sniper. But they want him to – that's what Pierre Maguire is saying is that they should make him a two-way guy because he's still going to get points. He's still going to score, but they want him to be a plus on the defensive side of the puck too. Not to say that he isn't right now, but if like – If you're willing – if you're Edmonton and you're willing to have that decrease, like I said, that, how Eisman, how Bowman said, we don't need it to be a 50 goal. We need it to be a, a 30. If, if Edmonton fans are willing or an Edmonton management is willing to have that uh, decrease then go ahead but i don't think you have enough talent to make up for it with anyone else bingo that's the reason why pierre mcguire is an idiot okay so you just you literally just said what i was gonna say and i'll explain why you're absolutely right okay because i was waiting for you to stumble on that you did okay you can't compare Connor mcdavid to steve eiserman okay at the time Yes. Was Eiserman top five in the league? Yeah. They had Gretzky, Lemieux. There's a few guys, right? So um, if, if you look and compare when Scotty Bowman came into Detroit, they already had talent around him. They had Sergei Fedorov. 
Uh, I mean, eventually they got Shanahan. They had Lidstrom. You know, they they brought in Larry Murphy. Uh, you know, they they had all the, the Russian five, and they brought in Old guys. Strowman. Well, I mean, at the time he was a like, but because Bowman came in '93. Okay, '93 they lost in the first round of Toronto. '94, ooh, I can't remember. What, oh, '94 was the San Jose thing where Osgood screwed up. '95 they lost in the finals and got swept. '96 they had the best regular season of all time, 62 wins, and I don't count Tampa's because they had overtime wins. And then they won the cup twice. It took them like five years. Okay. And also they already had the core. It's really easy to ask your superstar to do other things when other people are fucking scoring. Okay. You know, Cicerelli and yeah. Dino friggin' they had like Keith Primo at one point they had Paul coffee. Yeah. I got the 94, 95 roster up just for shits and giggles. Yeah. And so here's the thing. Connor McDavid doesn't have a Sergey Federer. Well, he does. He has dry saddle. He doesn't have a Nick Lidstrom. He doesn't have a Paul Coffey. He doesn't have Larry Murphy. He doesn't have Chris Chelios. He doesn't have any of these guys. Okay, he doesn't Ray have the Shepherd. Russian five. Yeah, Ray Shepard. Ray Shepard got traded for Lariano. So there you go. So you can't compare these two, and it's not going to help them because we already proved that point earlier when we said he needs more people around him first because then you can focus on that. No one else is scoring. What are you going to do? You're not going to win one, nothing. You don't have the talent for that. You don't have the goaltending for that. You don't have the defense for that. No, it's not going to happen. So that's why I thought Pierre was kind of out to lunch on that one. And again, I I get what he's trying to say. Like got to be more defensive, but if you don't have the talent around you to, to make up for, if you're going to be dropping in your dropping on your offensive production, you don't have the talent there. Like you said, and that's, and now it's just a, it's just a, I don't know what's going on there. It's, it's going to just be a shit show for a while. Um, now I want to, I want to tell you my, my weird stats. Cause I think you're really going to like these and you might've heard a few of them, but okay. okay. First one, actually I'll give Lou credit. I got it from him. Okay. Uh, there was, uh, what game was it that cock and Yemi scored in overtime? Game, game five? six. It was game five. I think, wasn't it? Game six. Suzuki scored on overtime too. It was game six. Okay. Okay. He goes, Kakanyemi scored at 15 minutes and 15 seconds of OT. He had exactly 15 minutes of ice time, and he's number 15. I saw I saw that stat. I forget pretty where cool. I saw that. But yeah, um, that, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Second one, and this this is something that is incredible to me, and it kind of speaks to how maybe you should be building a team going forward. Um. 14 out of the top 15 individual player salary cap hits are not in the playoffs. 14 out of the top 15. Guess which one is the one that's in there? And he's like third or what is he? 14 or something. Trying to think who's in right now. Uh, He's a goalie. Flurry. No, it's price. Oh yeah. Yeah. Price is uh... price makes like 10. That's it. That's it. And I mean, I was going to argue that you don't really have to have a really top paid goalie to, to win anymore. Cause I think at the, this time you can pay three, four mil for a goalie and be okay. Except for those upper ones, like Vasilevsky, I'd say is worth that price is worth that. Uh, maybe like Connor Hellebuck. I don't know. Like there's a few guys, but here's, so that's pretty interesting, right? Well, would you 14 take a guy like Jack Campbell? Yeah, why not? He's going to make like two yeah. mil next year. He's not and he's expensive. doing fine. He played well. He just had, Especially with a team like Toronto that has talent, you can kind of do the Chris Osgood routine. Just be good. 
Just be yeah. solid. You don't need to be anything spectacular. Okay, third one. <laughs> Listen to this. And I, you might have heard this one. This is from Spit and Chicklets, okay? And I'm going to loop. So this was before... Um, this is before Montreal won and they actually fulfilled the prophecy. Okay. Okay. So this is comparing uh, the Toronto Montreal series to the 2004 Montreal versus Boston round one series. Okay. So bo both first round. Okay. In 2004, Boston was up three games to one 2021 Toronto was up three games to one. Okay. Original six matchup, both of them. Uh, 2004 Boston's the top seed in the division. 2021, Toronto top team in the division. 2004, last year of NHL on ESPN was 2004. NHL on ESPN returns in 2021. This gets crazy. 2004, Joe Thornton plays for Boston. 2021, Joe Thornton plays for Toronto. Uh, 2004, Montreal goalie is the most recent goalie to win the Hart Trophy. You know who that was? 2004, that's uh, Jose Theodore. Yep. Guess what? Same thing, 2021. 2004, Montreal goalie has faced 125 shots specifically going into game five. I'll let you guess how many Gary Price had on him going into game five. 125. 2004, Michael Nylander has five points going into game five. 2021, his son, William Nylander, same thing. Michael Nylander has, a th or has three even strength goals going into game five. Willie same Nylander, as William. Same thing. <laughs> Michael Nylander has a 37% shooting percent going into game five. Fuck off. No William way. Nylander, 36%. Same Jesus thing. Christ. Boston goalie, Andrew Raycroft, fewer than 100 games played. Same Jack with Campbell. Jack Campbell. Um, Raycroft was 7 3 and 2 in his last 12 regular season games. Jack Campbell, 12 or 7 3 and 2. Last 12. There's a few more. Boston coach is the youngest in the playoffs. I forget who it was at the time. for Boston? I'm going to look it up just for shits and giggles. Because Sheldon Keefe is the youngest coach in the playoffs. He's like 40. Okay. Montreal's coach is eight years older than Boston's coach. Toronto's or uh, Montreal's coach is also eight years older. Mike Sullivan. Really? Okay. Um, and then the last one, Montreal comes back to win the series four to three. It happened. It isn't the last. Is that Toronto, bananas? That that is ridiculous. Like a lot are of you, like like are you serious? How does all of that happen? Now I know you can go like fishing for stats and find weird correlation, but that's, but that's like I, twelve of them. Isn't weird, the last man. time Toronto won a, a series was oh four right? And that's uh, that's when they beat Ottawa. Is when they went to the uh, conference finals. Spezza. Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, I was gonna say, the the one franchise that has the same amount of first round wins since two thousand four is the Atlanta Thrashers. Hey, oh, so, I mean that's kind of embarrassing. Okay, that I just thought that was kind of a fun thing. That to is there. that is really like, so some of them like yeah like the the, the fifteen I, fifteen fifteen I, I knew that yeah, uh, but that last one though is it's bananas, dude. Like I it. That's... That was something that I went, that can't be real. Like, did they make that up? But I mean, I'm not going to like fact check that. Are you kidding me? It's more fun to not. <laughs> so and I've seen RA from spit and chicklets. Like in their, uh, when they're showing some of their, like just the guy looks like an absolute, just hammered doing his warthog and all that. Oh, I know. Oh, God. Um, 
So, okay. Seth Jones. Yeah, let's go back to Seth Jones. The guy winning and guys wanting out. Well, Seth Columbus, Jones. man. Columbus has lost some guys. Bobrovsky, Panarin, and now Seth Jones wants out. And he's got another year. Like, this is his last year of the contract. And he's making $5.4 million. And he's, like I said, it was like a six-year deal. So he's in, like, the last year coming up. He has... Um, he has a, a modified no trade clause. Now I'm not hundred percent sure what his modified thing is. Oh, here it is. Okay. 10 teams, 10 teams. He can't get traded to. Okay. Well, so yeah. he can get traded to the other 22. So um, now I don't want to break down why Seth Jones is leaving. My guess is that it's John Davidson going back. It's the only thing that changed. Torts is gone. John Davidson's back. Maybe when Davidson was there the first uh, few years of his contract, he didn't want, I don't know. Maybe there was something going on there. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Um, You're not where do you see a guy source? like, no, why do you, where do you th- see a guy like Seth Jones wanting to go? Like where I, there's tons of places where like, if I'm a defenseman who's in his prime, uh, I want to go and win. Like I want to go to tons of places. I want to go to Tampa. Like obviously cap is going to be one thing so where i want to go and where i'm able to fit are two totally different things uh, he doesn't really have a lot of say in where he's going to go because i guess no you're only like saying 10 that 10. i can't go to so if you're columbus if i'm um, what do you do seth here? jones if i'm seth jones one of the teams i don't want to go to uh is the first thing i look at and i don't want to go to detroit i don't want to go to why I still think they're you're a couple of years away from from doing so. I for actually I should say the very so, first team Buffalo. I don't want he, to go to Buffalo. Yeah. Okay, is he going to do something where it's like he's going to go some because he's going to be UFA after the season? So now I'm looking at as a Detroit fan, like I would love to have Seth Jones, but at the same time I'm not giving up assets to get him when he's he might just leave at the end of the year. Like it, it, it's something where I would want to make sure he's signed. That's right? that's where I'm looking. I'm looking at this as a one year deal he'd have to go somewhere that's going to be a winner because here's the thing is he has a no trade clause, but also what's going to happen is there's going to be teams that will go, nah, like we're not. Cause so there's certain teams that are ready to poise to win now. That would be okay with almost kind of like, this would be a rental, a year rental. That's and that's how I'm, that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. If I see a team that's going to go for Seth Jones, we're talking about Edmonton. I can see Ken Holland trying to do something to make it there. Would he help them? Absolutely. But he would, but I don't think that they don't have the assets to move though. Like, do they, I don't know. Maybe. I, I mean, but uh, like, I want to look up and see, why can't I see the top cap? I want to see the top cap hits of each team here because then you can kind of see. Uh, yeah. That, that'll be something. Yeah. If we have that. Okay. Here we go. Cap, cap space. 20. How are you doing? everybody okay like there's some teams like i if he were to fit if colorado had the space and him and colorado would be stupid they'd be they'd be oh well they don't even need them their their defense is already good but But anyway it's going to be a team that has five million dollars in cap space and that is competing now or that can move guys like you said if tampa wants to move a guy out then go ahead but i think uh if you're columbus what are you doing here this is a situation, man. Like, what do you do? He's like, I'm and, leaving. Yeah, I, you know I'm not going to be resigning. 
you try to you you try to get an asset for him. When do you trade him? You'll, let's look at like what was his what was he, how was he this year? What are his stats? Oh, I don't even care about stats. I'm, I'm looking at Columbus. What are you doing? Are you do you look at at trade at uh, not trade deadline? Uh, at the draft, you maybe yeah. flip him there. Hundred percent. You have to. You can't. You you're, can't you're not going to keep him. You're, you can't keep him and wait till trade deadline and, and hope for because if he gets hurt, his values and you have to trade and then, him at the draft. And that's more of his con. Like that's like it's it's less value to a team that's. I don't, you got to trade him at, at the draft and hundred percent. They're going to get something for him. I just I don't know. Are you going to get a first round pick? I don't know. It's a, it's a rental. Maybe you get one, maybe you get one first rounder or you get a couple seconds or a second and a prospect. I don't know if you're going to get a haul for him because the, the, the problem is he doesn't have term on his contract. That's why a lot of people look at that Mantha trade and they're like, why did he's got three more years? He's signed. It's not like they're just getting him for a year and that's it. This is a risk for the team that's trading for Seth Jones. Seth Jones doesn't really have a say in where he's going. So if you're a team like uh, someone that has some cap space that could win now, but could also technically re-sign him and go, Hey Seth, listen, man, like you did really well on our team. We want you like that. He would, he would consider staying. Right. I'm trying to see what, like trying to pull up teams that have some cap space here and whatnot, because I think Seth Jones probably will test free agency at the end of it, unless he gets in a really good situation where it's like, Oh yeah, I'll stay. I'll make eight mil for the next seven years. And that's it. Rangers got one mil, but Brendan Smith is a yeah, UFA yeah, he's not after this year. I, I like that's the thing is he's not going to want to go there. He's going well, maybe. I mean, they're they're at a, a point in the rebuild where they want to get aggressive, so they might. Maybe Chris Drury goes crazy and goes, "Hey, Seth, come!" Like New York's that team that like they could get anybody, right? Remember they were like back in the day. They like signed Eric Lindros. They got Pavel Burr. Yeah. They got Yager and P- yeah, Peter Nedved and Yager and and uh, Straka. And then they got Bobby Holik and then Scott Gomez. They were getting everybody. It's stupid. Like, God, it's because they're playing in, in New York, right? That's that's oh the city God. draw there. Right. Um, so I think he's probably gone at the draft. So we like we like talking about our contracts and stuff. Uh, Want to talk about a team that I hate? <laughs> yeah let, 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 let's why not let's have some fun and uh and make not make fun of them <laughs> yeah oh, did i not pull it up here there it is there you go okay so the vegas golden knights will will break down their stuff so they're in the playoffs right now and the reason we did this is because they're probably going to be in a pickle soon now like yeah. obviously um their lineup is pretty good they're in the playoffs they're down two one to colorado um you know, Max Pacioretty having a great season. Mark Stone as well. I mean, Chandler Stevenson down the middle. That's weird. But like William Carlson, Riley Smith, Jonathan Marcher. So that line's been together f- since they've started as a franchise, right? Um, Tuck, is a, I like him. He's a big guy. Nick Roy, these, these guys. So Roy, Sakura, Patrick Brown is actually Doug Brown's kid. And then uh, Colasar, they're all younger dudes, right? Carrie's yeah. been there for a while. He's a solid fourth liner. So I like that. Um, on defense, like Petrangelo, Martinez, Holden, Theodore, White, Cloud, Hag. Pretty good. Pretty good. You got your young guys on the back end here. Um, you got your big acquisition there. And and I'm looking at, yeah, so McNabb is out too. So, I mean, that's another guy on the back that would be. Krebs kind of is a young guy that's going to be their fe- yeah. part of their future. And 
So, um, you know what? Where's Nosek? He's not on here because usually he would be there too. Maybe he's like, he's not on this either. Did I miss him? No, I didn't. Because Nosek's on their team too. And he's not bad. He's like a good third line, fourth line guy. So, um, so looking at that, like they're, they're fine. You know, they got Marc-Andre Fleury and that Leonard got lit up in game one. I don't understand why they've started Robin Leonard in game one. Like, oh, we're going to rest Fleury. Yeah, it's a horrible idea. <laughs> like, you guys are stupid. Like, put him in. The, the crazy stuff we want to talk about is a cap. Yes, because that's... Uh... This is bananas, dude. Like, the Vegas Golden Knights, that's why I was kind of going, like, they were an f- expansion team, like, three years ago. Was it? Three? Four? And yeah. made the finals. And I'm like, okay, but their cap they had nothing. They had nobody really signed. Now it's changed. They got really... a couple of years right now. Yeah. So the big ones, I mean, so Mark Stone's your captain, right? They sign him nine, nine, five for like forever. Forever. And he's, so it'll be what? 29. One, two, like 35 by the time that contract's done. Like here's their windows the next two years. Yeah. Right. Maybe even three. Um, Patrick, making seven for the next few years um at 32 so i don't know if you're gonna pay him that much when he's done william carlson signed forever he's again he's 28 5.9 and then going down the list from here is where it gets a little iffy like riley smith okay five mil jonathan march so five mil that's fine for a guy like him uh tuck making 4.7 he's 25 so that's fine um ryan reeves suspended (laughs) everybody's under 1.4 at this point um i think the daily faceoff forget to put Thomas Nosek in there. He's not hurt. It doesn't say he's scratched either. Um, even like now looking at their young guys, Peyton Krebs, Cody Glass, Nick Roy, Keegan Colasar, pretty good start to kind of like keep this thing going. Because yeah. it's weird if you look at their uh like from Nosek up, there's no one under 25. No, it's all kind of like 25 and up. So 25 and up more it's like Tuck's your young guy there. Yeah. Uh, so that's an interesting thing because they got these 30 year olds signed for like six years. They're in a win now. It's like, like I said, they have that two. Cause I'm not even looking at 20, like 2020, 2021 anymore. Cause that's, we're done after this season. So it's that two year window, that 21, 22, 22, 23 cap space, 34,000. Can't even buy and, a truck for that much, <laughs> let alone another player. And there's so, no UFAs after this season for them. Yeah, except for Nosek. So, like, you're going to have the same team coming back. No, So, Yanmark, that's because that's retained salary. So, he, well, he's Alex, not Alec Martinez, too, when we look at the back end. But What? what do you like, mean? after this season. Oh, oh, oh he's going to – yeah, I thought you meant – sorry, I thought you meant retain. No, no, the no. The scariest contract here is Alex Petrangelo. Holy God. I mean, 8.8. He's 31 for, like, forever. So, it'll be, what, like, 37 by the time that's done? The only thing with these contracts that I sometimes think is they're they're thinking that the cap's going to slowly creep up so that this number here is what they're looking at, right? The cap yeah. percent, 10.8, that's going to slowly go down. Like they're hoping that maybe that drops like a seven or whatnot. Yeah, like McKinnon makes six mil. At the time that he signed it, it might have looked pretty good. Now it's like, oh my God, what a bargain. He should get double that. So Alec Martinez might bite the dust here. I don't think he's going to come I back. I don't think he's coming back. Because you're going to have Petrangelo, Theodore, McNabb, Holden, and then you got your young guys, Hag, White Cloud, and this Coglin guy. So um, the other contract that's scary is Robin Leonard. It's Robin Leonard's, yeah. But to be fair, 
To be fair. To be fair. Mark Andre Fleury's 36 years old. He's gonna be 37 next year. He's still under contract for seven mil, and then he's UFA. So you have that option of just kind of letting him go and then keeping Robin Leonard if he if he still is at that level. Because five mil is not bad for a goalie. So you you kind of have that next guy in line. Um, yeah, he, he's obviously their guy moving forward. Like it's they're sort of in that one A one B role right now. Right, unless Flurry wants to take a huge uh, you know pay cut to stay, which, which maybe I, he I, will. I think he I think he would, man. I think he likes I think he like it in Vegas. But and then Tatar, I mean, dead cap does half mil, and it'll be gone. Um, and I don't really know a ton of their. Actually, I really don't know anybody on this list. To be really honest with you, is this Curtis Reed, Lecision's kid, Jake Lecision? Reed Duke was the first guy that ever signed with Vegas. Did you know that? Thomas Yurko, you know that name. Oh my God, there he is, the magician that didn't do anything. <laughs> Carl Dahlstrom, twenty nine. Yeah. So, oh, ex Spitfire right here, Corcoran. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna pretend i know any of these guys really but yeah they're going to be in a little bit of a, a situation going forward you got you're locked up with petrangelo for a long time and i mean and i've talked about this before with you you know i think some of these managers and like brian burke had said it you're signing these contracts knowing that you as a manager probably aren't going to outlive that contract you're going to be toast way before then so it's like okay, I want Alex Petrangelo. He wants eight years. Okay, I'm only going to probably last three if this doesn't work out. So let's get him in here. And uh, whoever's going to come in next will deal with that, right? Yeah. Like that's what Eisenman's dealing with is this cleanup, ma- this cleanup crew shit right now of the last three years. And it's like, oh my God, like we still got to clean up the crap. That's probably what happened with the Petrangelo contract. Try to get a guy in here. Yeah. That he's a captain, want a Stanley Cup. Okay, we'll bring him in, right? Get him in while we, while we have this window. And we said, eight years am i going to be hitter in in three four years probably not so let's uh let's try to win while i'm here and i hope they don't i really hope they don't you know you know it so yeah and and i think it's that it's going to be that two-year mark what look at like after looking at their cap and Mm -hmm. what their situation is i don't think it's gonna uh i don't think it's gonna be pretty for it's gonna be iffy man for if if it doesn't go right you don't have a lot of wiggle room, right? So it's it's going to be, like I said, you look at a team's window, it's the next few years. And then after that, it's like, okay, you're going to have to get creative in how you move some of this money around and these players around. Because like we've talked about with Vancouver, you get in a, in a spot where you're kind of handcuffed and it's like, oh no, yeah. I, I can't, I have no flexibility. That's the nice thing about not going right up to the cap you know, sometimes having that, okay, if this doesn't work out, right, you put all your eggs in one basket, you better hope that it works out for you. Because if it doesn't, you're boned. You're boned. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not, not, well, did Canada beat the U.S. today in uh, that world that championship? It's pretty incredible since they started 0-3 and they looked horrible. Yeah, they're, they're playing... Uh... Yeah. They're in the finals because they beat USA. Did you oh, see did, Troy did they step? Beat USA? They're in the finals. I didn't know if they beat USA today. I think it's just today. They beat them like 3 1 or something. So they're in the final now. Did you see Troy Stetcher's insane move on that? Uh, I think it was Mangiapan. Overtime goal watched, in the quarters. 
Not gonna lie, I like, have, I've watched like none of like this. puck. Puck came out and stretchers are right-handed. He's on the left side. It came out to him and he went like kind of like through his legs and up, and then like made another move and then like threw it over and like just tap in overtime goal. I was like, oh, do that in Detroit, man. What are you doing? Nah, come on, Troy. So yeah, I, that's pretty pretty impressive. I haven't watched any of those games. Are you exactly. serious? I've, I've seen some highlights and that's about it for me. It's I we have playoff hockey. Oh yeah, I definitely. I mean, the Colorado and Vegas series has been dynamite, and I mean to see fans in the stands over there is is really cool. Yeah, Can you imagine in 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 like Winnipeg and Montreal if they had fans, man, it would be so good. Because I, I will say, the first two games of that series have been pretty boring. Like it doesn't feel like playoff hockey, and I'm not even saying because of the fans, just the way they were playing. But I think the fans make you like it, it gets games. you going, man. Did you watch that games? Oh, oh my god what is that uh man down game six of the montreal toronto series like i know they only had 2500 fans in in the bell center but it was still kind of loud but it was loud because what you we all know that one obnoxious habs fan sounds like three regular fans that's why you can that's only, science that's why you watch with lou because that's like three of them right there dude watching lou watch the habs is it, it's more fun to watch him watch the game than for me to actually watch the game it's so entertaining because he's just sitting there and it's funny because like i'll be looking at him he'll be like this i'll just be like (laughs) muttering under his breath he's like then i'll just be like oh come on you know just like out of nowhere and he'll just freak out so i know (laughs) every now and then like you sent the snapchat i'm just gonna give you like my uh my fake ass gopro and just put it there to film oh my god it it was it was pretty funny tweeting those out no one really cared about it but i got some gems i had some good laughs on that it's uh the best one and he didn't even remember saying this he goes i'm like a woman in menopause the heat comes from my soul (laughs) (laughs) oh what does that mean he's like i don't know it just came out you know He's got some good one-liners. He started chirping Matt Niskanen. I'm like, he does not even in this game. He's like, if I ever see Matt Niskanen on the street, I'm going to drop kick him in the back of the head. I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> He's, isn't he on the flyers or something? Like, I, he retired, didn't he? Yeah. I, Leave him alone. All you know is if, if Lou sees him in the streets. It's done. It's done. <laughs> Slash him in the shins, man. Um, yeah, but it's a trip. It's a trip. So, anyway. We'll see it going forward. We might have more uh, live tweet Lou sessions because, I mean, they're still going. And now they're up 2-0. So here's the thing. Now, here's the thing that's interesting, okay? He was watching that Toronto series. Actually, in Game 7, he's pretty chill. Yeah, you were saying that. Because it was he kind of kept saying house money. He's like, yeah, we were not supposed to win. But now that they're up 2-0, oh, he's invested, man. Because now that he knows they can beat the Jets – so can you imagine if the Jets came back and won like four straight or like four or five, he's going to blow his top dude. And that is called content creation. <laughs> hey, thank so you. you thank so, you. So anyway, we'll, uh, we'll keep our eyes on the playoffs. We'll see what's going on. Yeah. And a lot of pod and lot of YouTube stuff coming, right? That's YouTube stuff's fun. So if there's little things that maybe we have a lot of stuff to talk about on the pod, like today, if we talked about Toronto the whole time, this would be three hours long. And we don't want to do that. No. So um, we'll keep doing that. Cause it's, it, it is pretty interesting and fun to do because doing this together is obviously the most fun, but if it's just little things that kind of little thoughts, it's kind of interesting to just sit down and I mean, I even did it without the background. I was just like, I'm just going to go. I don't That's care. The same, same on my YouTube. Just did a 
popped up the cam. Let's go yeah. and uh, and Bringo Brango. Yeah. So episode 11 is in the books. Um, until next time, Bushy and Bobo signing off. Go and see us on healthyscratch.ca, Facebook, Twitter. I might just annihilate our TikTok. We're not really using it. <laughs> yeah it's i know my sister's like i was talking to my sister she's no like, one oh. cares she's like i followed you on tiktok i'm like well oh wait, wait person so I'm like oh yeah we have tiktok holy shit yeah i'm never gonna use it to be honest with you i might just get rid of it because it's kind gas of it gas, gas it. it just see the youtube's twitters yeah. and uh, and facebook and uh yes yeah, so a lot of it's gonna be anything we're talking about it's gonna be a lot of playoff hockey if something weird comes up or any big news obviously we'll, we'll sit and talk about it but yeah so until next time, signing off. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take it easy. Peace.